Hello, welcome back to episode whatever the fuck it is uh, to the reducer. 55, I think. Oh, oh, wow. There's research for your listeners. That's a new thing. <laughs> um, not researching football, obviously. This is all uh, shit opinions, unthought out, uh, the occasional stat. But um, it's usually all about Leeds United because I'm Leeds scum. Howard Smith with me is David Klein, who is a Liverpool fan. Hello there. A pessimistic Liverpool fan, I might add. I might add. Not a pessimist, not a pessimist, but a pessimistic Liverpool fan. And I'm, I'm going, I'm going to start with, with you, Dave. But and, uh, and then we have uh, Mr. Dave Rothney, who is a Man City fan. Hello, hello. So, Dave, um, I wanted to figure out how you managed to sustain the pessimistic um, uh, Liverpool fan that you are, given that you are top of the league. You've lost one fucking game. You've got the best goal difference, mm-hmm. and yet you're, you're pessimistic. You never predict a win. By the way, um, last season you won 15 games on the bounce. Did you just predict losses and draws for all of those? When are you going to admit you're a good team? You're fucking top. You broke the Premier League record for opening victories on in a row when you won the get when you won the Premier League. But to but for listeners and myself, you would think that you were in the bottom four. So how do you how do you drive your attitude towards the fact that it's completely different to actual reality? Well, I, I keep saying it in football, you can never predict. So you I just, predict you'll not, come in the top four. You, oh, well, I'll, well, get, I'll, I'll bet you a thousand pounds that you would, come in the top four. I would take the bet. Will, take the I... bet. <laughs> take the fucking bet. Put your money where your pessimistic, moaning bastard mouth is, and take the fucking bet. <laughs> uh, I I would say, I would take top four and uh, and maybe a thousand cup. pounds. Thousand pounds. <laughs> thousand pounds. Thousand pounds. Well, listeners, I'm not, I'm if anybody gam- wants to, no, I'm not a gambling man. I'm not a gambling you man. As you fucking know. oh, neither am I. But I know this is yeah. easy money. It's like taking um, candy from a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other the other adage I have besides football, you can never predict is pride comes before a fall. So I've seen already. Uh, I, I did. I did take a glimpse at some of the uh, the YouTube channels that I uh, dip in and out of, uh, run by Liverpool fans, i.e., Redmen TV, and um, and the Anfield Rap. And uh, already I can see there's this. We're gonna fucking bash the fucking Manx on Sunday and all this sort of shit's going well, on. Well, yeah. I'm like, well, that right there is probably why Man United on Sunday will turn up. They'll put a shift in. They'll play out the fucking skins and probably get a point out of it. And so I'm not going to say 7-0, 8-0. Yeah, but you seem to think 7-0 or a draw are the, like, the options available. No, I don't think that at all. If we win, I'll be very pleased. If we draw, I'll be disappointed. By rights, we should win, given, given form. But football, you can never predict what's going to happen. A red card... An injury. I tell you what, mate. Yeah, if Man U get a red card, it will be seven nil. No, no, no. If Liverpool <laughs> get a red card, it's, it's happened before, you know. So what? A Liverpool um, players had a red card. Oh, no, surely in, not in this particular fixture, you know. So and a Man United player has had a red card and card in this particular fixture as well. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I'm going to. I'm answering why you asked me a question. Why am I so pessimistic? Yeah. And I'm giving you some of the reasons behind it. Yeah, and I'm saying they're bullshit because I can give you reasons why they're bullshit. Oh, fine, but that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Would you sooner? All right. Would you sooner me? Would you be sooner be like the way I am, or of you two? You're fucking shit. We're gonna win everything. Nah. 
Uh, again, there's more. Again, there's more than two options. Again, there is more than two options. But uh, <laughs> I, but I will but I will say that um, uh, no, I, you know, ultimately you're right. You picked up you picked up on something there, and, and it's it, it's the way you feel. And I think that's a very good point because football is about feelings, and yeah. it's it's not it's not about the facts. It's not about the data. It is about yeah. feelings, and that's why yeah. I think certainly with the rise of social media that. If you lose a game or you draw a game, people are like, "Oh fucking hell!" Oh, I mean, we've just we've just lost our first game for for quite a while. We're on a you know we're on a fantastic run. Yeah. Oh, you know, does the manager really know what he's doing? You know, oh, we're, you know, we're wrong tactics. And it's like it's like the opposition are never allowed to play well. They're never allowed uh -huh. to be better. It's no like Sunderland. To win. Yeah. yeah, Sunderland were the better team on the day. Yeah. But you don't, you'll, you, unpopular opinion. That's not a hot take on social media. It's just like, it's the focus on your, it's the over focus on your own. There's two fucking teams on the pitch. <laughs> we were away at Sunderland. And you, you honestly, you'd think we were playing yeah. fucking teenagers at <laughs> Elland Road. And it's just, yeah. you know, there's, there's, the opposition are never, ever given any credit. It's all about what's wrong with your own club. And I think that is what social media has heightened is that yeah. sort of that that fucking mass pessimism. And and anybody who says, I thought Sunderland were really good. Oh, you know, we allowed them to be good. For fuck's sake, you can't win every game. Yeah. And 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 speaking of which, you can't win every game. I see Man City won their game in hand to remain in fourth. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> what do you, is that a serious question? Um, well, no, it's just just an observation on my part that I couldn't believe that I was looking at a league table where Man City needed to needed to win their game in hand to remain in to cement fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's early days. I mean, it's funny. Um, before that game, I was uh, I heard like Dave, you know, you, it's how you feel, isn't it? Before that game, yeah. they announced that Harland was injured, and I was like, oh. Right, okay, this is... And then, of course, it was one minute at half-time. And then, and then we won. And then I suddenly took a moment. I thought, oh, no, actually, this is actually... I've turned completely around now. This is a good thing. Because what happens when Haaland doesn't play, we won the league without a striker, is that suddenly the midfielders start getting in the box, suddenly the midfielders start scoring, suddenly yeah. we start looking like a Pep Guardiola team again. Yeah. And I thought that was true of the way we played in the second half against Luton. Um, I'm not saying... A minute that you know Harden isn't an amazing player he is but I still don't think um you know you, you, you see it a lot and Harden should be what I'm going to say now is going to sound like complete bollocks so I'm almost not going to bother saying it because it's a <laughs> thing to say but it's almost you look at Harland and you look at City and you think he should score more goals you think he should get in the box more you think there should be more crosses it's a ridiculous thing to say, but that's what it looks like. And that's what I talked to. I sent this to a mate of mine who's a City fan who goes every week. And he was saying, we're like that at the Etihad. We're, we're, just, we're all just standing there just urging, get the ball in the fucking box to Haaland. <laughs> this is a team that obviously wins all the time. Like I say, it's a load of bollocks. But just a little point that I just wonder, in the next few games, without Haaland, Pep will move things around a bit. And the, my main sort of point is Foden played in the middle on Sunday and 
we were brilliant. You know, Foden's an amazing footballer, and I think he's best deployed down the middle. When Haaland's not playing, he can do that. So there you go. More than more than you asked for, but that's fine. There's a. I think there's there's three things you've got that are affecting your form. You've got injuries to key players. You had that suspect. Is Rodri back now? Because you had that. Yeah, he's, he's back. Yeah, he's he's obviously. But well, he, he missed a couple of games in his suspension. Yeah. And then um, I think the other thing is it's season it's like it's almost like hangover from the night before so you won the treble last year yeah uh, i think these guys they're super elite athletes so sustaining the same level of effort and energy and mental focus the mentality that everyone talks about for another season you know it that is incredible to be able to keep doing that so you're bound to have a dip yeah and I, I said, someone said, oh, City are finished. I went, no, they're not. I said, they'll be back. They've, they've just got some key injuries. I, I foresee um, a run in Liverpool, City, maybe Arsenal, if they can sustain it, and Villa pushing as well, kind of as it is, really. That top four probably will be as it is. Um, I don't know where Liverpool will finish. I'm certainly not predict, predicting winning. Uh, for me, just to qualify what I started saying earlier, I think we're ahead of where we should be. You know, it, it, everyone says, oh, Newcastle are ahead. We'll get onto Newcastle, I know. But everyone's like, oh, Newcastle, they've overperformed. They're ahead of where they should be. Liverpool certainly have. You consider we lost. Our midfield was, it had the guts ripped out of it in the summer. So to replace it with those four players, it's like bringing four new players in, you'd, you'd probably think maybe one or two will do really well, but all four have done really well. So um, I think, Klopp's coaching is obviously something to do with it. Yeah. But just to conclude my point, I always take Klopp's line on it as well. Don't get too excited when you win. Don't be too down when you lose. And that's that's the way I feel. Just to go back to that City point, I think I think what it's highlighting with City is that without Kevin De Bruyne, um, yeah. uh, you become a one-trick pony, which is just get it to Haaland. And there's nobody as good as uh, De Bruyne to do that. So really, it's almost like True. no De Bruyne, no Haaland. You're more effective without him. You've got more options. Um, that I, and it's it's kind of like yeah, play the two or don't yeah. play him at all because it impacts the team so much. Um, and it, you know how many times have we seen that um, players accidentally when there's injuries or people are out or things are tried? How how often we seen players suddenly cement a position mm. and Possibly, you know, Foden has a shout here at staying in the middle, um, you know, for a while. But but also, you know, you have options. You do have Haaland there. Um, and, and to your point, Dave, about, about Liverpool being ahead, I think, uh, yes, you did lose players. But um, you brought, you know, I mean... You know, City lost more than you did, lost more players than you did and, and, yeah. and, and more goals than those players. But you held on to Salah, which was the main thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, the players you brought in, you know, nobody saw Sabosli just no. coming in and just hitting the ground running. Amazing. Dar Darwin, Nunes, Darwin Nunes, who is absolutely lethal in the crossbar challenge um, or post. <laughs> I mean, the posts and, and bar are getting absolutely battered by that guy. Um <laughs> You know, it's it's, it's, ama it's amazing the way he manages to find the the bar and the post from from so close. <clears> sometimes, um, it's an absolute fucking skill. Um, he so brings Klopp, more Klopp's to the team than that, though. Well, you know Klopp's, that. well, Klopp's really obviously uh, his his um, uh, his coaching skills are amazing because um, <laughs> to get the bar and post hit so many times, that's just outstanding. 
Uh, um, you sound like all the other fucking detractors. Piss off. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just, I'm being sarcastic. They they all care. I don't. Because um, I, you know, I'm down in I'm down in the lowly championship. You know what I mean? Um, where uh, you know where where VAR goes to die, and um, you know we we have we have goal line technology. That's it, and that'll and that'll do for me. It's really weird because you watch you know you watch like Premier League games and and and, and watch match of the day and stuff like that, and then I, and then I watch a live game, a Leeds live game, and when the goal goes in, you're like. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, it is a goal. You know, we're allowed to celebrate when the ball hits the back of the net. You know, as long as there's no flag, we're golden. Yeah. It's done. It's a done deal. You see the replays. Oh, look, he put it in with both hands. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You know, it's great. Um, and I love it. I I, I, I do. But, you know, it's um, it's. Yeah, it's fucking hard. I've said before, you know, Premier League's the best league in the world. Championship is the hardest league in the world. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, there you go. So um, that's our clubs. Let's have a good laugh at uh, Man United and uh, Club Nine Eleven. The uh, um, yes, the Saudis. <laughs> the Saudis have still not spent as much on uh, Newcastle United transfers as they did organising Nine Eleven. Um, they've got some way to go yet. Um, and uh, sorry, that's a fact, folks. For you listening, any Toon fans listening, yeah, that, you, know, you got yeah. you got War Club back yeah. um, to a bunch of murderers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Newcastle went out. Oh fucking hell, man! I thought it was the law that we were allowed to get to the next round, like oh fucking hell, our players, <laughs> like oh VIR, oh bloody hell. Paris Saint-Germain, the fucking Death Star of matches that, and eh? yeah. Newcastle against fucking PSG, <laughs> the Death Star. What a fucking repulsive fucking ownership battle that is. The yeah. Death Star then, derby. Yeah, fucking hell. The dark side versus the dark side. Yeah. Um, Darker fucking, side. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking horrific. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and then. Yeah, and then Man United, you know, good old Man United. I mean, Ten Hag looked like, you know, they'd finished top four, they won a trophy, and we're all thinking, oh, fucking hell, you know, they're coming back. But luckily, they've reverted to type, and like their stadium, they're just full of holes and fucking need knocking down and starting again, really. I, it's The Man United fans were like, we're, we, you know, oh, we'll be hard, but we're behind Ten Hag, you know, Manchester United Football Club. This is Manchester United Football Club. We should not be in this state. This is Manchester United Football Club. We should not be in this state. The ground should not look like this. We are Manchester United Football Club. We should have players that are better than McTominay. We are Manchester United Football Club. That's who we are. We are Manchester United yeah, Football Club. Nah, nah. Yeah, and it's just like, well, yeah, yeah you are. And, and, yeah, and yeah. what I love about it is the entitlement. Because yeah. if you're a Man United fan, right, and let's say you're in your early 30s, the vast majority, two-thirds of your life, yeah. you were... You basically won everything all the time. Yeah. And you're having to adjust to what it's like to be a fan of a team. You know, there's there's ups and downs. It's Liverpool in the 90s. We were shit. And you've got to go through a shit period. You know, it's City all, now. All, all our clubs have been there. You know, we've had, we had moments of glory. We haven't. Yes, you have. Won one league. You have. Won what? the league. We won the league title yeah. once. We finished seventeenth oh, well, the season after that. I didn't that. say sustained runs and long periods. I said moments. We, I'm saying we've all had moments of glory, but you yeah. didn't. You did. None of us. Well, none of us three, anyway. Certainly thought. Oh, right. That's it. Now we're going to clean up every year. And that's what. What happened with Fergie? What happened with Fergie was he had such a long sustained run of 
of um, winning stuff. Uh, it does, it, it, it builds in entitlement, I would say. And, and that's just the way, that's, they've just got to get over themselves and realise they're fucked. <laughs> I would never be a couple of things. I mean, they're going to lose against Liverpool on Sunday, Dave. When you're pe- I know you can't say it. I mean, for, I mean, it, uh, it would be astonishing. And when you said earlier, I just wanted to pick this up because I've, when you said it's not going to be like 7 0, I mean, it was, wasn't it? It was 7 0 yeah, last yeah. year. So yeah. it could be 7 0 again this year. So, you know, it could be. Um, I mean, but far be it from me as a Man City fan to show any sort of uh, um, empathy. Empathy, sympathy. I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the ownership is still the problem at Man United and that needs solving. And until that's solved. Yeah. Absolutely. But once it is, they will rise again. All yeah. clubs go in cycles, their fortunes ebb and flow, and exactly. it will come back. And, yeah. I, and I've, I mean, on a kind of uh, jokey level, I quite like this Man United at the moment because they sort of, they're just <laughs> like they're on the on the precipice, and you think, yeah. "I'll sack Ten Hag," and then you think, "No, no, they'll get somebody better in," and then yeah. they put a few results together. So I quite like this kind of like, "Oh, they're just about surviving." Well, I heard Graham Potter's name mooted. <laughs> yeah, Potter. It's like, no. Really? Ten Hag for Graham Potter? No disrespect to Graham Potter, you know, but you don't replace Ten Hag with Graham Potter. Can I just point out that you just blatantly disrespected Graham Potter <laughs> just because you said with no disrespect. No, you absolutely <laughs> disrespected him and then said no disre- disrespect oh. and went on to completely disrespect him. I just want to make that yeah. clear. It's just, just a technical point there. That's, That's what no disrespect point. means. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't mean to call him a, I don't mean to call him a fucking cunt, but he's a fucking cunt. Yeah. He'll be back as well, Potter. Yeah, yeah. But not at Man United, I don't think. But no. I'll tell you, this, here's my prediction. England boss. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's a toss-up between uh, when Southgate quits after the Euros, it'll be uh, a toss-up between Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe or Graham Potter. It'll be Eddie Howe. It'll be Eddie Howe. It won't be Graham Potter. There's no way near going to be Graham Potter. It'd be it'd be Cooper before Graham Potter. Graham Potter's had That's one true. elite job and failed. You can't give him the England job. You just can't. You Cooper had an cannot. England job, didn't he? Did Cooper do the under-17s? Yeah, and won the World Cup. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, despite yeah. the fact that he's Welsh. Give it to mm-hmm. him. No, I think Eddie Howe, um, and I still, I mean, I was wrong with my prediction in the season about Newcastle. I said Eddie Howe would be the first manager sacked. I said Newcastle wouldn't perform well. I was completely wrong. Uh, he's doing a good job. But I still do stand by my sort of prediction that it will be a Mark Hughes scenario. I think mm. that Saudis, I hope they don't. I hope they show him like, long-term stuff, but you feel like that at some point they will just get the itchy finger like all these billionaire oligarchs do and they'll get a big name in. And yeah. I just wonder whether Eddie Howe's big enough. He's, he's good enough, but are they going to panic and go down that, oh, let's get a massive coach in? I, I, I have to say that I I I disagree because I think, I think um, Mark Hughes was given, was, was, was they kept him on. And they gave him a transfer, you know, they gave him yeah. a pre-season and a transfer budget and they, they got rid of him immediately. So, I, 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 you know, I think they kept him and he was clearly, you know, not doing very well and he got the boot. And I think Eddie Howe, Howe was brought on board and, uh, well, you know, Eddie Howe was there and he's delivered. I mean, he's on his second season with him. So I, I, I don't I don't think he's... No, I just finger. wonder 
where it goes from here. No, I don't. I'm not saying it should be that. I just wonder what they do in January. Do they start? No, I, no, I, um, I, 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 I don't think Eddie Howe's job's under threat. So no, I'm not saying now. I'm saying what do they do in January? As in, are they going to go out and spend a load in the transfer window? Are they going to get to the summer and say if they don't get in the Champions League, yeah, if they don't win something, you know, it's not that he's done a bad job. They could finish sixth. No, I, I disagree because I think they're way ahead of where they should be to, to to Dave's point again. I don't think they expected to be here. I don't think they expected to be in the Champions League as quickly. Also, if it's sports washing, if it's sports washing, it is. Um the Geordie the Geordie feeling is amazing. Newcastle have more Geordies in the team, more Newcastle fans in the team. They've got more fans and English players in their team than any team in the Premier League. And as and and that's down Eddie Howe, not the fucking murdering cunts who own the club, but it that is down to Eddie Howe. That's why England could come calling, and that mm. is why that. Do you know what? If if we were to win the Euros and Southgate goes, do you know what? I, I I've done what I came to do. Yeah. First trophy since '66, and Newcastle don't qualify for the Champions League. There, right there, is a you know is a perfect scenario. Is a coming together. Oh, that, that, that's what's going to happen. Without a doubt. Ah, because... you can't predict, Dave. You can't no, predict. Yeah, can and you pre- just predict. predict. <laughs> <I'll> predict. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Hey, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't predict when it's Hooked Liverpool. Into that. That's the episode. There's the episode title. Dave predicts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict that Newcastle won't get top four. I think that's fair. Fair comment. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Pre- I'm gonna predict that Villa are Villa are gonna fade away. Uh, by the way, it's top five. It's top five. No, no. Our coefficient has changed. Now, here's the irony. Because Newcastle and United crashed out, oh. we are now probably going to lose the fifth place for the Champions League. The coefficient has changed. So it's more likely going to be Spain or Germany who get the uh, to fifth be fair, place. To be fair, I'll take that just mm. to see Man United and, and the tune yeah. fail, just to see their yeah. fans crying. It yeah. was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. definitely. So it's like they go, "Oh, we're not going to make." Oh, there is fifth place. No, there fucking isn't, because you got knocked out, you dickheads. Right. Okay. Well, I and well, I think Villa are going to be uh, are going to finish outside the top four. I think I think they're playing brilliantly. It's an amazing run, um, and you know, oh yeah, they you know have got a stronger squad than Leicester, but you know, Leicester well, Leicester won the title in a year where their biggest their biggest rival was Tottenham. Let's not forget that. So um, yeah, I, I don't see Villa staying, and you know, I, I just don't see it. I really don't. I don't think they've got the depth of squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're they're on a great run, but I, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't yeah. see it. And also, um, teams are going to be teams are properly going to be setting up against them. You know, they're, they're it's not like they're a, an unknown quantity. People are seeing them coming now. Um, and uh, but don't get me wrong. I it's not that I'm anti Villa or anything like that. And I think Emmy Martinez is fucking great. I absolutely love, mm. you know, when they yeah. asked him on match of the day, you know, so do you think you can win the league? And he's like, of course I do. I'm a believer, mate. And I just think, how fucking cool is that? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's cool. So I think, so Tottenham would be, we haven't talked about them, you know, in the in that top four mix. A few weeks ago, we were obviously putting them up there. I don't know. I still think they could, um, they could feature. Yeah. It's going to be. They're going to have some little ebbs and flows. Um, and again, it's his first season. Postecoglou. He's, he's yeah, finding he's his feet. He's. I like him. I really like him. Yeah. Um. He's always. He's always honest. Seemingly honest. 
in his press conferences and and he's uh, witty as well. Yeah. I like him. Well, yeah, it's good. a good title race this year because uh, says the city fan. We're letting everybody else have a chance. Uh, it's a good <laughs> no. It's a good title race this year because I mean, who knows? I mean, my prediction, as I made a few weeks ago, was that I think Liverpool will win. But you don't, you don't know. Like you say, Dave, you can't predict. But but it's looking good at the moment for you, boys. Can I just say? Can I just say that I think yeah. it is a brilliant title race this season because between Ipswich, Leicester. Yeah. Leeds, we're looking very strong. Um, <laughs> Southampton, fuck yeah. off with the fucking constant Premier League shit. I've had enough. It's like the Championship does not exist. There's no other leagues. There's no other leagues. Match of the day. Match of the, the right. The, the football daily on Five Live. The football daily. There's no fucking Championship football at all. Football is just the Premier League. All of the rest of it, it can just fuck off and die. Burst into flames. All of those fans <laughs> don't exist. All of those massive clubs don't exist. 92, to, 92 teams? Nah. Nah. Not at all. Nah. It's just the Premier League. That's it. Fuck all the other teams. It's... it's yeah, sorry, I had, I had to say that. No, and, I agree. Know, I, I agree with that. I agree. Anyway, anyway, Dave, uh, Sissy, what what do you think is going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I do realise, you know, I you know, no. I, I'm, a, I'm with a City and a Liverpool fan. Of course, we're going to talk about Premier League. But for everybody out there who's a fan of the champion champion uh, championship or, or any club that's not in the Premier League, you you just get fucking sick of people yeah. banging on about how difficult it is for their multimillionaires to get around and. Playing three games a day, a week, and all the rest of it. Three games a day, yeah. Fucking get stuck in. <laughs> like the old days. Yeah. yeah, but but funnily enough, do you know what? I again, I'm going to mention it again. The the um um and the rest is football podcast with Michael Richards, Gary Lineker, and um Alan Shearer, and it's very very good. And yeah. um and, and Shearer's great. He's like he's like you know and uh, you know they're, they're saying like you know you know three games a day, you know, three three games a day, three games a week. <laughs> That's in my head now. <laughs> three games a week, uh, you know, three games a week. Uh, he said, well, you know, excuse me for saying this, but uh, isn't that your fucking job? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, three games a week? Yeah. After you've retired, you can fucking rest and you'll miss it. So fucking enjoy it. <laughs> and said, it's like, there speaks, there, there speaks the Shearer. You yeah. know? Wow. Oh, I've, not, I've not heard him that angry. I'll have to check it out. Oh, yeah, no, he's he's full on, like, you know. Beckin and Jeffin. Oh, fucking, so is Lineker as well. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. They all are. Did you see that? I don't know if it was on their top tens about the, the Kieran Dyer, uh, Lee Bowyer scrap at Newcastle. Yeah. Did you see that this week when it was, Shearer was talking about it? Uh, well, I listen to every episode. I don't watch yeah, right. it. I listen to it. Yeah. So yeah. I've listened to every episode. Yeah. Right. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, they had a fight on the pitch and uh, obviously they both got sent off, so down to eight. And Lineker was asking, Shearer said, so they're not like each other. He goes, well, at the time, they weren't really getting on in training. They were sort of vying for each other's position. And he goes, and after the game, Shearer walked in the dressing room. He was captain. And he went, oh, fuck's sake, what are you doing? He said, and then uh, Suey walked in. And Lineker, oh, Graham Sudes was manager then, was he? He went, oh, God. And Sudes just, just basically went mad. And then uh, he turned around to the pair of them. He goes, "As for you two fighting, come on, I'll have the pair of you now. Come on, <laughs> I'll take you both on. Let's have it." <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely it, it. It's spot on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's oh, it's all full on. It's all full on effing and jeffing. It's fucking yeah. great. Right. Um, 
And um, oh yeah, I, in in the latest episode, uh, my, I think that Michael Richards has just called Alan. He's just said to Alan Shearer before this pod, before this podcast because they're talking about whether you do. I'm a celebrity, and Shearer's going, "Oh, I'd I'd never work in the media again if I was on there." Yeah. And uh, and Michael Richards goes, "Yeah, but you're doing this podcast, and it's completely changed people's opinions of you because before they thought you were a right fucking boring twat." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's great. It really. Anyways, uh, a promotion for for that podcast over. Fucking yeah. yeah. You're listening to the reducer as always, which let's face it, is a fucking pain. Um, and um, look, we've all got better things to do. So um, at this point, I'd like to thank you for listening to yet another episode. It's always um, it's always great for us three to get together and just shout into the void. Before we go, though, can I ask what have Leeds got the weekend? Um, oh, oh, that's so kind. That's yeah, very see? Uh, 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 well, it's Christmas, mate. It's Christmas. I want to, you know. And and what are the what's your festive fixtures looking like? We're at home. We're at home to um, uh, Coventry City out there, kids. Uh, for those of you that nice. thought that Coventry was bombed in the war and um, and never rebuilt, no, uh, Coventry uh, is a city, and um, they have a football team called Coventry City. They used They're to be all right, in, Coventry. They used to be in the Premier League, which yeah. means some people may have heard of them. Gordon Strachan managed them. I think they nearly got promoted last year. They were in the yeah, top, yeah. They were they, they were there or thereabouts, yeah, but yeah, they, you yeah. know they, they see, lost their um... see championship knowledge. Awesome, <laughs> well done, brilliant. My mate's a Coventry fan. <laughs> For anybody out there who supports a championship club, thinking that these two sound really patronising at the moment, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> um, no, um, we we do appreciate you all listening, um, and I'd like to say. I'd like to say hello. Wait, you two don't know this, right? I'd like to say hello to our four listeners in the United States. Wow. Okay, what the fuck are you doing? Really? <laughs> Can yeah. you uh, name check them? No, mate, it's not the fucking, it, it's not 1984. <laughs> I know we've got four listeners in the States. It's not having the fucking names and birth signs and addresses. Whereabouts? The United States, that's what you that's all you fucking get in the back that's end. It's a big fucking place. <laughs> that's all you get in the back end. Go moan to the fucking go moan about technology to our uh, our uh, our podcast host. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Well, uh, welcome uh, one and all our four cousins from the United States. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a podcast about the international game of football as everybody knows it. And and thank you very much for for uh, thank you. you know being with us. It's really appreciated. Thank um, you very much. As it is to everybody in the UK, Ireland and our one listener <laughs> in Madagascar. Thank you so much. It's nice to know you. Uh, but if there's think... four of them, surely we can give the Glazer family a discount. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, it probably is them actually. Do you know what they're probably listening us to find out to find out listening to us to find out what to do with um uh, with the club and that is whatever you do never sell. Yeah. Never yeah, sell. Stick stick to your guns. It's your Hang club. in there boys. Hang in keep, there. Keep taking it down. Okay, thanks a lot guys. Speak to you next week. Take care. Cheers.